With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Big Blue Insider is on. News Radio 630 WLAP. Welcome to the Big Blue Insider Tuesday edition of our program. And this will be a full show. Usually on Tuesdays we have Kentucky baseball but the Wildcats have a Thursday through Saturday series coming up with those top-ranked Tennessee Volunteers looking more and more like a super team, basically, if not in the SEC nationally. So, no midweek game. Baseball starts Thursday, and you'll hear all three games right here on 630 WLAP. We're going to talk about Tennessee here in just a moment. Much to discuss tonight. Basketball, baseball, football. Coming up a little bit later on at the bottom of the hour, Jeff Drummond of the Cats Paws will talk to us about Kentucky football and basketball and we'll chat a little bit about the Cincinnati Reds but why bother they're terrible Jay Drum has been a big Reds fan all his life really but pretty much has given up on them as have many many Reds fans so uh, mostly UK football and baseball talk with Jay Drum speaking of Cincinnati we'll talk about the Bengals draft with Richard Skinner of Local 12 TV. That comes up in hour number two. Skinny's also covered the UK beat throughout his career, not so much lately since he's gone to work for the TV station up in Cincinnati. But we'll find out more about how people feel about the Bengals draft. They started off with a defensive back, and as you might mention or you might recall, I mentioned prior to the draft that experts were predicting either an O-lineman, pretty easy call, or a D-back for the Bengals. They went heavy on defense, did take an old lineman. We'll get more from Richard coming up. And there was at least one expert who said the Bengals are not going to be one of these teams that run to the Super Bowl and you don't hear from them again. Uh, the talking head I was listening to said he believes the Bengals are positioning themselves for another strong run at the Super Bowl. So we'll find out what Richard has to say about that. And of course, this is Derby Week. And coming up in hour number two, we'll talk to Dick Downey of the Downey Profile. He's a, basically a handicapper. He publishes and produces this website. It's really fascinating, the Downey Profile, where he literally profiles horses and lists factors that make them derby candidates. And he has been very successful over the years. I've known him since college. He and I worked on the Kentucky Colonel together. Dick went on to be an attorney. He has since retired from the legal profession. He still writes for the Blood Horse about legal matters, but uh, he puts a lot of energy into the Downey profile around Derby time. So it's going to be fun to talk to Dick about his site and some of the horses involved in the Kentucky Derby. Zandon, of course, is the favorite now 3-1, to one, post position number 10. If you like post positions, can't get much better than that. Uh, I am not huge on post positions unless... Your horse is a speed horse and draws to the outside. But remember, Big Brown won from the 20 spot. I think there's been one horse to win from the 19. Not that many have won from the outside, but remember, there haven't been, comparatively speaking, in the 150 years, 
of the Derby. Not that many 20-horse fields, uh, but you're not dead in the water if your horse breaks from the outside. You can tuck in if your rider knows what he's doing, and they all do in that race, and save ground and, you know, make a move. You just got to have racing luck. There's no question about it. So we'll talk to Dick about that coming up a little bit later on. I wanted to double back to the John Calipari comments. We played several of them courtesy of ESPN 680 Radio over in Louisville. Dan Issel, Mike Pratt talked with John Calipari yesterday, and we played uh, some of the comments last night on the show. And, of course, we don't have time here to go over all of them. Uh, But one of the ones that got, after the fact, quite a bit of play on social media, I thought was the comment, and it was a quick comment Calipari made about Jay Lucas leaving. And I know there's been a lot of chatter on social media about that. You know, why do you leave a Kentucky for a Duke? Why do you leave an established Hall of Fame coach for a first-year guy? Depending on what you hear and read, it's a lateral move in terms of what Lucas is going to be doing at Duke. I can't imagine it's lateral either financially or professionally unless he just had a massive falling out with Calipari, and I've heard nothing about that. I'm not as close to the program as a couple other uh, beat people are, including Kyle Tucker. I always quote him. Uh, Kyle does a great job on The Athletic, but other uh, reporters who are close closer to the program than I do, no one has said or heard anything about a falling out. And Kyle and I swapped texts or tweets, I should say, and as I put on Twitter, first I've heard of it. You know, where did this... Why and where did this come up with Calipari mentioning this? And practically every fan I read on Twitter said the same thing. It was like, huh? What are you talking about? Uh, And Kyle kind of posed an interesting scenario. He may be hearing about this, Calipari, on the road, on the recruiting trail. And I'm sure that's been the case. I'm sure other coaches have come up to him and said, hey, man, what's going on with Lucas? Did you fire him? Why did he end up at Duke? So... That, of course, makes a little more sense. Hey, if you miss it, here's Calipari's comment from his conversation with Dan and Mike yesterday. First of all, I did not fire Jay, and I did not force him out, and I wish him well. This is what he thinks is best for his program, and I absolutely wish him well. And we all should. And I said, loved him, family, what he did in recruiting on the court, he's terrific. And, of course, Calipari has been called a liar in some circles and this and that, and they're going to be the haters. Uh, I've got to think that if, indeed, there was something to this, that we'd find out. So in this day and age, you're going to get ahead of something like this. And apparently that's what Calipari was trying to do. But I was really kind of surprised that it got so much play. Maybe I shouldn't uh, be that surprised on message boards and on social media. Also, his comments about madness got a lot of play as well. People were dismissing it as, you know, passe. You know, that, that's that's old news. Madness is old news. But, and of course, it, it's given the haters a great chance to jump in and talk about how nothing's going to happen until they get a good coach. Calipari is a bad coach, never been a good coach, ignoring the fact, of course, that he is in the Hall of Fame and had more NCAA tournament victories than any coach in the tournament field this past year. Look, everybody's mad at him. Uh, If you're not mad at him, you're disappointed. But a lot of people are downright mad, and it's given the haters a chance to come forward. But that's the world of spectator sports. That's where we are. 
and you have to expect that, and that's why you get paid the big money to put up a crap like that. So, hey, you know, it's all part of it. You pay your money. If you're a fan, you have a right to your own opinion, and the proof is in the final score. And until Kentucky gets back to the final four, all of this stuff's going to keep swirling. And as I've said many times, you look at the Auburn game, they're ahead by 10 points at the half and blew that opportunity to get to the Final Four. They missed the opportunity with the Tyrese Maxey group because of COVID. Firmly believe that group would have made a deep run. And I point to the North Carolina loss. If Luke May didn't hit that shot, I think Kentucky goes to the Final Four and has a great chance at winning it. So that's just where we are. You know, not to mention the 2015 team and that mess. Uh, of a game so you know you you need a little bit of luck you need everything to break right and Kentucky with bad luck this year basically because of Kellen Grady's plantar fasciitis if he stays healthy well I say that but Ty Ty Washington got hurt Severe Wheeler got hurt you know but I do believe if not for the injuries blah 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 coulda shoulda woulda everybody deals with injuries but there are injuries and then there are injuries so it's just it's, it's what I'll think about when I think about this year's Kentucky team. Yeah, I lost to St. Peter's. Should not have, but it did. And then St. Peter's went on to win a couple more games. Uh, but if Kentucky stays healthy, I think it makes a heck of a run this year in the NCAA tournament. And clearly it was, I think, the best team in the country when it was at its best. And people like to grumble, well, the other teams got better and Kentucky didn't. Correct. Because of injuries. Hard to get better when some of your best players are hurt. So, anyway, uh, I thought that was interesting, all the uh, backlash when it came to John Calipari's comments yesterday. Staying with Kentucky basketball, uh, the U.K. women pick up two more players. And Nia Russell, 23 games she played for South Carolina this year. Asia Petty, who was a top post player coming out of high school in 2020. She was at LSU. They have signed with Kyra Elsie's UK program. So she will have, for now at least, nine new players on her roster this coming season. You've got a grad transfer from Buffalo. You've got uh, Kennedy Cambridge, four-star guard from Nashville. Tiana Heron, four-star post player from DeSoto, Texas, right outside of Dallas. And, of course, Miss Kentucky basketball, Amia Jenkins from Lawrenceburg, Cassidy Rowe from Virgie, Xenia Thomas from Ohio, and Saniah Tyler from Missouri. You're going to need a program to know who's playing for the uh, U.K. women this year, but Kyra Elsey clearly building a team the way she wants to build it. When we come back, we will talk more about... Oh, let me throw this one in as well. Uh, Imoni Bates, of course, as you know, is leaving Memphis consensus five-star guy a couple of years ago his top six michigan arkansas seton hall depaul and eastern michigan he spent that one year at memphis with penny hardaway things did not work out so he's leaving as well kentucky of course not on his list and the kid from south dakota state's going to creighton uh kentucky wasn't on his list of finals anyway although as i understand it kentucky worked him pretty hard but creighton now according to one writer I was looking at he's got Creighton now in his preseason top five because this kid is transferred so the transfer portal door it just keeps spinning when we come back a little more about the Tennessee Vols the top baseball team in America 
not real popular in a lot of corners. Of course, they're loving it in Knoxville. We're back in just a minute. Bottom of the hour, Jeff Drummond of Cats Illustrated will join us here on the Big Blue Insider, 630 WLAP. This, this is what's happening. The very latest. An unscrupulous person. Some angry left-wing law clerk. At the top and 30 past the hour. Trying to subvert the way the Supreme Court operates. In order to politically impact the elections. Stay current. Check in three, four, five times today. The Democrats are hoping that this will re-energize a base that has been so disappointed with the Biden administration. News Radio 630 WLAP. Hey guys, game's on! Whether you're cheering on the Wildcats from the stands or from your den... Go Cats! Dude, he's full of nachos. Kentucky Utilities is there with you, delivering safe and reliable energy you can count on. But power isn't the only thing we provide. With KU, you can take advantage of convenient time-saving services, like our online outage map, paperless billing, and auto pay. So while the Cats' energies go to serving up wins, at KU, our energies go to serving you. Shamrock Bar and Grill on Pageant Drive has always been your home for good food, great times, cold beer, and the biggest games on TV. But did you know you can bring that world-famous Shamrock atmosphere to your home? Shamrock's is now delivering food, growlers, and six-packs to your door. Find our full menu at shamrocksky.com or call our Pageant Drive location at 269-7621. Call them up tonight for delivery. You can also have Shamrock's food delivered by Uber Attention fleet owners. Your vehicles are a traveling advertisement for your business. Keeping them clean and presentable speaks volumes about your business. With winter on its way, protect your investment with Hydrosphere Services. The only call you need to make to keep your fleet looking top-notch. With Hydrosphere, you're getting the best-in-class power washing service with the best-in-class commercial-grade equipment. Visit HydrosphereServices.com and fill out our online service form or call 219-2200. That's 219-2200. We all know the importance of nutrition and diet for a healthy lifestyle. We also know that dairy foods deliver great nutrition and value. That's reason enough why in Kentucky families choose Prairie-owned Prairie Farms dairy products. Like our two complete lines of delightful, creamy Prairie Farms yogurt flavors, fat-free or low-fat, both fit neatly under 100 calories per serving. Farm-fresh quality from our family to yours. Farmer-owned Prairie Farms. The Livesey Group is a family-owned CPA firm conveniently located on Pasadena Drive near Nicholasville Road in Lexington. They can help with tax preparation for individuals, businesses, trusts, and estates, small business accounting support, including full-service payroll and outsourced bookkeeping services. All the Livesey Group services include free initial consultation and quotes. Bob and Bobby Livesey are native Lexingtonians. They are big blue fans and ready to serve you. The Livesey Group, your one-stop shop for accounting needs. Call 296-1913 or visit Livesey group.com Hi guys, it's me, Brian Baumgartner, and maybe you've heard my podcast, The Office Deep Dive. Well, now I'm expanding it into even more of your favorite shows in my new podcast, Off the Beat. Hey everybody, I'm Rob Riggle. Hi, I'm Allison Hannigan. My name is Jamie Lynn Sigler, Meadow Soprano. Eric Stone Street. I played Cameron Tucker. Listen to Off the Beat on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the home of the Wildcats. 630 WLAP. Welcome back to the Big Blue Insider. Coming up in just a few minutes, Jeff Drummond of Cats Illustrated to talk Kentucky football and basketball. I mentioned the Tennessee Vols baseball team 
And it has been kind of a wash in controversy of late, really much of the season. They've got a fiery coach named Tony Vitello. And during the Auburn series, Auburn actually came back and beat uh, the Vols 8-6 to on a three-run homer in the ninth inning. And a kid named Bobby Pierce uh, did a bat flip that did not please the Vols. In fact, the bat landed a little too close to the Tennessee dugout from what I understand, and the coach picked it up and threw the bat toward home plate where Auburn players were waiting for their teammates to cross. And, of course, tempers flared up. And then a a mother of an Auburn player posted on Facebook, Hayden Mullen's mom, Rachel, described the way she perceived the way Tennessee volunteer fans treated Auburn baseball fans as they reacted to her son's injury during one of the ball games, said she'll never forget Tennessee fans and forgive Tennessee fans for their treatment. Uh, and it was just a real ugly moment, depending on, of course, which side of the stadium you were sitting on. But there have been some things said and, and written on social media about these volunteers. So we'll find out, I guess, if there's anything to it and if anything happens when they come to town on Thursday for the three-game set with the Wildcats. There's no question they are an outstanding baseball team. They have really put together something special, so we'll see how far they can ride that. Uh, The Wildcats, they need a series win, but the odds of them getting it are pretty long, I would say, thanks to the fact that their top two starting pitchers are on the sidelines. So uh, we'll have it for you right here on 630 WLAP. On the Detroit Lions website called Pride of Detroit, there's a conversation or a story about a conversation with the Lions defensive line coach about how he intends to use the Lions' two top draft picks, Aiden Hutchinson and, of course, Josh Paschal. And one of the things they loved about Josh when they drafted him was his versatility. So they say they'll use him initially at what they call the five technique outside the tackle. They don't know if he's going to play on the edge or even further inside in what they call the three technique. They don't call it defensive tackle or defensive guard anymore. It's just a matter of where you line up. You line up between the guard and the tackle or to the outside of the tackle or even wider, you know, which would call you an edge rusher. So uh, at least you know that they have got big plans for Josh Pascal and the versatility that he learned at Kentucky. You know, by necessity, they had to move him around a little bit, and that has paid off for him big. One of the many things that's paid off big for Josh Paschal. Probably saw this last night. Lonnie Johnson traded by the Houston Texans to the Kansas City Chiefs. So he goes from, you know, an NFL team. He's, he's playing in the NFL. That's his dream. Now he's in a, in a dreamier situation, if you will. Texans are a long way off from being relevant. The Chiefs. If they make the Super Bowl, nobody's going to be surprised. you got to make the squad. got to compete with the people on that roster. But he put out on Twitter, he said, before you all get to talking crazy with a K, uh, he said, I asked for this myself. Well, think about it, and I sure did. When the Texans drafted a couple of D-backs, including Derek Stingley Jr. with the number three overall pick, he's the corner from LSU, hadn't played a lot of football, but his, op- his upside's incredible. They also took Baylor safety Jalen Petre in the second round. 
Lonnie Johnson asked for his walking papers, and he got them. So they traded him to the Chiefs. The only thing that bothers me is Houston gets a conditional seventh-round pick in 2024. So does that mean that's all Lonnie Johnson's worth? He started 19 games, played in 25 others in Houston, 172 tackles, three picks, and 13 pass breakups. That would seem to be the stat line for a guy who's got a bright future. But I don't know. We'll keep an eye on it. Like I said, he's got to make the team. I've got to think he will. But he asked for the trade. the break I wanted to share this with you Saturday night in Baton Rouge Louisiana Garth Brooks played a concert at Tiger Stadium I've been there of course several times covering Kentucky football it is the site of what has been really some terrific football games but it was jam-packed for Garth Brooks and at one point the crowd was so rowdy it registered as a small earthquake according to a seismograph on campus according to whoever was running the lsu twitter account the seismograph recorded an earthquake during the song call in baton rouge and of course the stadium holds more than 102,000 people it looked like it was sold out and it sure sounded like it as well Just out of curiosity, I looked it up. Colin Baton Rouge was not written by Garth Brooks. It was written by a guy named Dennis Lind and originally recorded by the Oak Ridge Boys on a 1978 album called Room Service. i got to ask Doug Flynn about that. He's buddies with the Oak Ridge Boys. And then later was recorded by Newgrass Revival in 1989. But, of course, Garth Brooks made it famous, even more famous, on an album he did in 1993 called Pieces. His performance of that song, along with all the fans singing along in Baton Rouge last Saturday night, that's one for the books. Jeff Drummond's up next here on the Big Blue Insider, 630 WLAP. with Tad Leach, we're not related, but you heard the spots for True Health Solutions on the radio, and that connected with you. Why? I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes some years back, and I went to the endocrinologist. All he wanted to do was pump medications to me, and then I heard the True Health Solutions thing on the radio, and said, that's what I'm looking for. What is it about Dr. Miller's approach that appealed to you once you sat down and talked with him? He looks at root cause and wants to understand what is causing the situation, not just pump medicine at you. 
My A1C has gone from about 8 when I started, and it's now down about 6.1 and is continuing to drop. I would highly recommend Dr. Miller. Change your life and call True Health Solutions at 223-2233 or visit TrueHealthSolutionsForYou.com. Call True Health Solutions at 223-2233 or visit TrueHealthSolutionsForYou.com. Have you been dreaming of a home theater, outdoor entertainment, motorized shades, or simply want to feel more secure in your home. Tom Leach here for Barney Millers. Let the team of experts at Barney Millers help design and install a technology solution customized for you and your budget. Take a technology tour of our showroom or visit BarneyMillers.com to get inspired. Barney Millers, celebrating 100 years downtown. Scattered thunderstorms will continue to rumble through the region. A few of those could be strong. That's along and ahead of a cold front that has some much cooler air working in later tonight. We're around 50 for a start of temperature as we make our way into Wednesday with a mostly cloudy sky early on. Some peaks of sun into the afternoon. Temperatures only 60 to 65. So that's a cool wind that is blowing. Milder air early on. Thursday will turn downright warm into the afternoon. Upper 70s to around 80 gusty southwest winds. Could be some late-day thunderstorms. Better chance for showers and storms around, unfortunately, as we go into Kentucky Oaks Day on Friday with a lingering shower into Derby Day. From the WKYT First Alert Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chris Bailey. Broadcasting live 24-7 from the Bank of the Bluegrass and Trust Studios, this is News Radio 630 WLAP, an iHeart radio station. In Kentucky, we love our way of life. It's God's country. We stand for the flag. We kneel before the Lord. We fight for our freedoms. But with Joe Biden in D.C. pushing socialism our way, that life is threatened. That's why we need a tough conservative in Frankfurt fighting for us every day. Conservative Daryl Billings. He's an outsider, a businessman. Daryl Billings is a can-do conservative. While Frankfurt politicians are more concerned with big city life, Daryl Billings is creating jobs right here in our community. Like Trump, Daryl Billings is tired of political correctness and thinks it's ruining our country. He's 100% pro-life. He stands for the flag. He thinks Joe Biden is an embarrassment. He'll fight for our Second Amendment rights. Daryl Billings will cancel the cancel culture. There's no one more conservative. There's no one tougher. Daryl Billings will always have our back. Daryl Billings for state representative. Paid for by Daryl Billings for state representative. I had no idea buying a big screen meant everybody comes to my house for game night. And what do they bring? Chips. If it weren't for Boone Butcher Shop, I'd be broke trying to feed them all. All right, let's see. Should I go for the pick five or get a meat bundle? Maybe one of Boone's freezer baskets. So many options. I'm going for the cookout special bundle. Now over to the deli for some cheese, grab some marinade. I love Boone's Butcher Shop. They've got it all. Boone's Butcher Shop. Top quality meats for less. 100 Old Bloomfield Pike, Bardstown. Online at boonesbutchershop.com. You're listening to Big Blue Insider with Dick Gabriel on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome back to the Big Blue Insider. Joining us now on our celebrity hotline, longtime friend of the show, a guy we always talk baseball, football, basketball with Jeff Drummond of Cats Illustrated. Jay Drum, let me let me get the baseball part out of the way, at least the, the, the your beloved Cincinnati Reds. Are you even bothering to pay attention this year? They're so bad. I know the owner has apologized for his flippant remarks, but they're they're just bad. Well, you know, I was kind of glad he made those remarks on, on two fronts. A, you know where he stands. 
and where that family <laughs> yeah. stands. And it, it's been brought out into the light now that they could care less about anything more than, you know, profits. Um, and as long as they're making their 11%, you know, profit per year on, right. on the TV contract, on the backs of other teams, um, they're, they're fine with it. But before he had mentioned that, like during the off season, I, I told my friends, I that I'm on a boycott of sorts until he sells or that family's no longer in control. And I said it at first, I said, man, this is going to be hard because you know, Dick, how big baseball is. Yeah. To me, and I knew it was going to be a challenge, but once he he said that and, and made the situation even worse, I was like, this has been a lot easier for me to do. And I have not uh, seen or listened to a pitch this season. Oh, wow. No kidding. I'm, I'm 50, and it's the first time since I was five or six that I could say that's the case. Well, you can come on across the street, jump on that Cardinals bandwagon if you want. <laughs> we'll be glad to have you. It's been offered <laughs> by many. I, I can't quite bring myself to that, but yeah. I've kind of a, I do have the MLB package, All right. uh, which blocks, it conveniently blacks out the red. Yeah. But I guess the, I like watching West Coast baseball, and, and the Tigers were kind of my AL team, yeah. quote unquote. Yeah. Growing up, my aunt lived on the outskirts of Detroit. And, okay. uh, we would go see games up there, so I've kind of adopted them and, and just kind of watched them more than yeah. anybody. Mine, mine was the Orioles because I love Brooks Robinson. Um, uh-huh. Until I moved to Dallas and went to Ranger games all the time. So uh, I still, you know, and they Buddy were, Bell. yeah, yeah. He was the only good player they had. And I remember I met him. Remember the Reds caravan that would come through town when he right. was managing, I think. Didn't he mean manage the Reds for a while or play, did he play for the, no, he played for the he, Reds. He came over and played yeah. in 84, 85. That's right. That's right. So we were, we were having dinner and I, I told him, I said, man, I, I watched you with the Rangers and you guys were in first place briefly and then fell off the face of the earth, and he said, yeah, that was Doug Raider's team. He said, when we were in first place, Raider took all the credit, and we wound up in last place, and it was all our fault. And it should be noted, Doug Raider hasn't managed since. So, uh, But, no, he was worth the price <laughs> yeah, of admission, yeah. man. He really was. Well, let me shift you to – Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me shift you to a happier topic. And I'll start with – since I opened with the Reds, Let's move to your beloved Pittsburgh Steelers before we talk about the Wildcats. Uh, sure. But they, they took the first quarterback, even though you have some quote-unquote experts saying there would be as many as five going in the first round. And the, real, the smart money was, no, there wouldn't. But the first one turned out to be Kenny Pickett, a Pittsburgh kid, even though the smoke signal said Malik Willis of Liberty, that he and Tomlin were simpatico. So your thoughts on the draft overall for your Steelers and on, on taking Kenny Pickett? Well, the, the overall draft was what I would call surgical. It was the most focused and needs-driven draft that they've had in a long time. And they needed it because uh, they haven't had the best draft in recent years, and it, it showed up on, on the field. But they had some very specific areas of, of need, and they were able to hit on almost all of them. And, Obviously, quarterback being one of those uh, with Big Ben moving on. I don't know if Kenny Pickett's the guy, but I, I like what I saw of him at Pitt. He's supposedly the most 
NFL ready of all the quarterbacks out there, the most accurate guy, and I, th- I think accuracy is a pretty big deal. Um, sometimes I'd rather have that guy than a guy that has some of the other attributes. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. You know, aside from taking a quarterback that has pick literally in his name, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of like when the Pirates had Bob Walk back in the day. I always got a kick yeah. out of that guy being yeah. a, a, a pitcher. But uh, I, I think they did a pretty good job. And uh, the Pickens kid from Georgia is one that I absolutely love. Oh, yeah. I, I think last year before the, the injury, he was going to have just a monster season for him. Yeah. Well, and they also took a slot receiver kid from Memphis, kind of in the, the uh, Wandale Robinson mold. I don't know if he can, if he's as good as Wandale, maybe better. I don't know. Four, three, forty times. So uh, they are certainly building up, aren't they? Yeah, and, and that guy, I read something interesting today. I, I had never heard of that kid, but uh, the Sauce Gardner yeah. DB from, from UC. Yeah came out and said it was the toughest guy oh. he, he had to cover all season. Wow. And in, including the, the college football playoffs. So that got a lot of people's eyebrows raised. Yeah. Seems to be seems to be a pretty good home run hitter if they can find a way to use it. I heard a stat on the draft. Sauce Gardner was on the field for four hundred forty eight passing plays. Not obviously all in his direction. Only seventeen receptions by people he covered all year long, Jay Drum, and no touchdowns. So there, there was a lot of talent in this draft if you were lucky was, enough to get him. Uh, it was crazy. And I, I think I, I saw something where there was only maybe one more than 10 yards. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. So now you've got the immortal Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, Kenny Pickett. I don't know if the answer's in there somewhere. They also drafted in the seventh round. The kid out of South Dakota State, he'll be, you know, practice squad or maybe the third team guy. But, you know, you're, you're at least moving in the right direction. Uh, speaking of Wandale, how surprised were you that he went that early? I was a little bit surprised because we, we had kind of heard rumors that he might be sliding down a, a little bit. So I, I was pleasantly surprised where he went. I think he went to uh, an organization that really needs it. And, more than anything, you know, the Giants, the top three pass catchers for those guys last season were a tight end and two running backs. Man. It's a, it's a golden opportunity yeah. for him to go in there. The, the leading receiver on that team had 39 catches. <laughs> yeah, and, it, you know, it, it's hard to judge Daniel Jones, you know, the quarterback, much maligned. And, you know, if you're the court, as you know, if you're the quarterback in New York City, the New York football Giants, you got to be great or you're going to get blasted. So I felt bad for this kid. I don't know if he was the right kid, but you can – how do you tell if this kid's any good or not? And now at least he's got someone to throw to, more than one, really. With his surrounding personnel, it's impossible, I think, to gauge where he's at. They were, they were that bad. The offensive line was terrible. The scheme was terrible. Yeah. Just everything about it. It's kind of like, you know, anytime we talk to Mark Stoops about quarterbacks, I think he gives us a – response that's really spot on and he said you know it's more about the 10 guys around him uh, you know he yeah. always comes back to that yeah uh, talking about you know when the 10 guys around the quarterback do their job and play well the quarterback that's usually right. looks pretty good. that's right well that said uh one guy who's going to make quarterbacks uncomfortable as best he can went 
kind of a pleasant surprise, a little bit early. I, I thought Josh Pascal would go top three rounds, but he really jumped off the board, uh, especially with the talking heads on draft day. What did you make of that? Yeah, I was talking to some people that, that covered a lion uh, about him, and it sounds like, and I, I was really glad to hear this because you wonder sometimes if it ever makes a difference, but, like, character came yeah. into play yeah. with him big time. And it, it's just really kind of refreshing to hear that that still matters because he doesn't check all the boxes physically. Uh, for defensive end in the NFL, you know, he, he might be a little bit of a, a tweener from there, but man, the, the heart <laughs> that that kid possesses, the character, the willingness to play through what some guys might ask out for and call injuries, you know, he's one of those guys that realizes I'm, hey, I may be sore, maybe banged up, and I'm not injured. Yeah. And you, you put all those things together, and I think you got a guy has a chance to, to stick in the league and you, you pair him with Aiden Hutchinson you know from Michigan oh, yeah. as, as two picks and their their pass rush which was what are there 32 NFL teams yeah I think that they were 29 anyway <laughs> I think they're third from the bottom and they only had 30 something sacks all season long and yeah. they go out and get two, two of the better guys in power conference football um, to add to their D-line you know, it makes it tough on me with uh, my favorite team in that division, but how do you not root for Josh Pascoe? So I guess I'll root for him and uh, hope that his team doesn't quite do as well as they hope. Jeff Drummond of Cats Illustrated, my guest. We're back in just a minute here on 630 WLAP. Raising the alert of Russian nuclear forces is a bone-chilling development. Keeping informed and up-to-date is more important than ever. The prospect of nuclear conflict back within the realm of possibility. News Radio 630 WLAP. Emergencies can happen at any time. Your power is out. No lights, no news. That's why federal and state agencies urge every family to have an emergency radio. Now, Newsmax, one of America's leading news outlets, wants you to get a world band radio free with Newsmax magazine. This powerful emergency radio keeps you informed during any emergency. It doesn't even need batteries with a hand crank generator and includes a super LED flashlight. The emergency radio includes the NOAA weather band, a long-range AM receiver, FM band, and even a USB to charge cell phones. This Dynamo emergency band radio retails for $30, but get it free with a discounted subscription to Newsmax magazine. Newsmax magazine, like Newsmax TV, gives you the news you can trust. Go to gettheradio.com. That's gettheradio.com. Or call toll-free 800-NEWSMAX. That's 800-NEWSMAX. This radio could save your life. Quantities are limited, so order today. A lot has changed in our 35 years at the boot store, but what hasn't changed is our commitment to having a huge selection of quality name brand boots, western wear, and accessories. And as always, we strive to give you the best fit possible at a fair competitive price. Whether you need boots for a day on the job or a night on the town, do your feet a favor and come and see us at the boot store. We're just a few minutes south of Fayette Mall on Nicholasville Road. Get your When is the last time you took a good look at your house? Actually walked all the way around and looked at the exterior. 
Mold, dust, weather can drastically change the way your home looks and cause damage. Hydrosphere Services is the first and only call you need to make. Hydrosphere Services are the experts in pressure and power washing, plus they are certified, insured, and trained to give you the best-in-class cleaning services. If you are a home or a business owner, make the call now to Hydrosphere Services. 219-2200. That's 219-2200. Or visit hydrospheresources.com. Hey, guys, game's on. Whether you're cheering on the Wildcats from the stands... Or from your den. Go Cats! Dude, you pulled the nachos. Kentucky Utilities is there with you, delivering safe and reliable energy you can count on. But power isn't the only thing we provide. With KU, you can take advantage of convenient time-saving services, like our online outage map, paperless billing, and auto pay. So while the Cats' energies go to serving up wins, at KU, our energies go to serving you. For over 30 years, Northside Family RV has been Kentucky's number one RV dealer. We stock over 300 new and used RVs. Come see America's top brands like Tiffin, Jayco, Keystone, Forest River, Grand Design, and Winnebago. Don't miss out on our model year closeout sale going on now. Come in now and save thousands. Located at the corner of North Broadway and New Circle Road in Lexington, call us at 859-299-8386 or visit online at northsidervs.com. Go Cats! This is the home of the Wildcats, 630 WLAP. Welcome back to the Big Blue Insider. We are chatting with Jeff Drummond of Cats Illustrated, long time on the Kentucky beat, and we're talking right now about the uh, NFL draft. We'll wrap this up in a minute and move on to John Calipari's remarks from yesterday morning. But, J-Drum, uh, Darian Kennard tumbles to the fifth round, and how surprised were you that Luke went early and, and Darian did not? Not real surprised with Luke because he kind of played himself into that position and and performed so well on on the the uh, kind of the Senior Bowl and that, that circuit that they go on in the off season was a standout in the combine. Uh, but with Marion, I'm I'm still a little bit shocked yeah. that that a guy whose film was as good as anybody at the college level at his position. And is grayed out. I mean, when you just look at performance and, and performance against the best competition yeah. in the country, you know, he did everything that was asked of him. But, you know, we had heard that a lot of people think he translates better to a, a guard at the NFL level. Right. Not sure if he could stick a tackle. There was also some concerns about whether he could make the transition to the outside zone blocking scheme which most of the teams in the NFL use now and what Kentucky tried to implement last season with some mixed results. Right, you know, at one right. point they even went back to some of their old power uh, stuff, straight ahead stuff that they had been using, partly due to Kennard being so comfortable with it. Yeah. And there may have even been some resistance on his part to make that change. So I think all of that, and then, you know, he made some comments at, at one of the... Uh, you know, combines or the senior bowl that kind of got people's attention and, and, and made the mask is, is his mind in the right place, you know, focus on, on football. So I think all that may have come together and hurt his stock a little bit. But has a chance to show everybody they were wrong, and uh, we'll find out soon yeah. enough. Let me shift you over to uh, basketball. As I said, John Calipari and the Big Blue Nation knows by now that uh, he spoke yesterday morning with Dan Issel and Mike Pratt. And kind of a mixed bag in terms of the reaction on social media, Jade Drum. What jumped off the uh, the notes to you, if anything? Uh, not a not a great deal, 
there, except that the one part that'll make some people laugh and, and probably some people pull their hair out uh, with the comments about, you know, maybe playing Oscar and, and, and Damian Collins a lot together. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because that's been a point of contention with, with a lot of fans. And even some of the, the national guys in the media who, who kind of focus on analytics and talking about the way Kentucky plays the kind of too old school and relying on two big guys at, at the same time. So I kind of cringed a little bit when he went there and said, I wish he just wouldn't say that. You know, if you're going to do it, just do it. But don't don't throw it out there and put more gasoline on the fire with the fans right now. Don't you think maybe he did that as sending a message to Damien? Like, hey, you know, work hard. Yeah. You might, <laughs> you're going to get some clock. I'm sure he is. Uh, but uh, at the same time, with you know that news that Keon's probably going to be trying to find a new college home, yeah. I, I would think that Coppin would be uh, oh, the guy yeah. at that four spot yeah. now. I mean, he's he's earned that by now, and we expect him to come back and be part of this team. He should get the ball to the minutes at that spot. I, yeah. I think you see a guy like Collins if he adds to his game and keeps improving, getting better, he can kind of be, um, you know. A, a combo guy, yeah. you know, back up top and back up Sheboy. First big off the bench. Some, yeah. Yeah. In a lot of ways, I think they got lucky last season with Sheboy and Fowles. Um, oh, yeah. Going into the season, we thought that could possibly be a big problem because yes, sir. there wasn't a, cl- a clear backup yep. and everybody worried, you know, what about, what, what if something happened with Oscar? And he played, I would say, all but about two or three games maybe without any kind of you know, remote voucher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with as hard as he plays, that's kind of hard to believe. You know. Oh yeah, and when the season began, ironically enough, I said to myself, if this team doesn't make when it was going well, I thought if if this team doesn't make the Final Four, it'll be because Oscar got in foul trouble. And ironically enough, mm-hmm. he's the only guy who played well, or it seemed like it, against St. Peter's. So, uh, just a few minutes left with Jeff Drummond. What did you think of Halliperry's remarks? about madness, about how it's got to get back to the way it was, because, you know, immediately people jumped on there and scoffed about it, but I reminded myself, I thought it was kind of weird, and I thought, well, he's the guy who's reaped the benefits through the years of madness really grabbing some recruits. Uh, are those days way too past us, way too far in the uh, rearview mirror? Well, it just it feels like it's gotten really stale. In, in yeah. recent years, and I think even even Kentucky fans who look forward to it and go, like, I I'm not completely. If I didn't have to cover it, right, I may not even go because I've heard all the mind. I've, I've seen it on before, and they don't even really um, let the team play a whole lot. And that used to be a big draw yeah. Yeah. for me. I mean, back in the past, they used to start out and they had some kind of theme. Or, you know, they made it a show that was really fun. I mean, even that one year at, at Memorial, Tubby did the Batman thing with yes. uh, Kylie and those guys. I thought that was just, that was hysterical. And I, I love the theatrics of it. And once they got past that, they had a nice little scrimmage where they people could see them play right. down that. Right. These days, it's a really slow-paced event. There's a lot of dead time. Yeah. Uh, between things they do. They hear Cal Perry say the same thing at, at his State of the Union that he's always said. Right. And when the players come out there, it's it's almost like 
it's not even pickup basketball. It's, it's hard to describe. It's it's something of a joke, you know, the way the guys just walk them. And I understand they don't want to go out and get somebody hurt or something. Right. But we've been doing that since the beginning of time, and I don't think we've seen many guys get hurt playing ball. No, and I'll be glad. I'll be really curious to see if and how they change it uh, and, and if it does make a difference, you know. But I, I keep reminding myself as well, Jay Drum, that you, know, you look at that. They're up on Auburn at halftime in a regional final. Carolina has to hit a shot at the buzzer to beat Bam and and, uh, and De'Aaron Fox. I mean, they have been so close, not to mention, you know, the 2015 team, but uh, the fans are restless, and I don't blame them. I know you don't either. Yeah, there's there's been a lot of circumstances, uh, the what-ifs, you know, yeah. in, in, the, in the past handful of years that any one thing goes right to kind of negate some of those other things, and you probably feel a lot better about things. If, if May doesn't hit that shot for... Right. Or was it May? Um, yeah, it was. Is that his name? Yep. Right? Yep. For North Carolina, if if they don't get hit with some really questionable officiating in, in that matchup, um, you know, if, if 2020 gets played out. Yeah. But it seemed like 2020 was almost the opposite of this season. This season, UK seemed to peak way too early. Yeah. And they were they were peaking at a, a perfect time. Yeah. I think sure. to make a run, and then there's no tournament. So if, if one of those things goes right and they go on a run to the final four maybe people feel a lot better than they do now but you know seven going on eight years without a final four at kentucky is uh, pretty significant feel jeff drummond follow him j drum uk on twitter thank you brother see you down the road all right Luke. hour number two up next here on 6 30 wlap Insider is on. News Radio 630 WLAP. Welcome back to the Big Blue Insider. Joining us on our celebrity hotline is a guy who has been a longtime friend of the show. Uh, I love to say I say that a lot when I bring up people like Richard Skinner from Local 12 up in Cincinnati. Skinny, how are you? I'm great, Dick. How are you? Tell me about the draft, about how you saw it for the Bengals. And, uh, you know, people who like to grade these things basically grade them based on how they feel the team should have drafted. But Everything I read going in was uh, O-line and D-backs. Did they get it done? I think they did. I gave them a B, and, and, and that always sounds awful, right? Because everyone wants to get the, the best draft ever in A. But when you're drafting first one, and then you're drafting the back of every other round, right. it's, hard, it's hard to get a name. <laughs> it just is. Um, but based on, on the guys they got, they went five and six guys on defense. Um, they had eight picks going in. They traded up in a couple rounds and packed uh, uh, a couple of picks to move up uh, a six-round pick and a seven-round pick, so they didn't exactly package um, terrible draft capital to move up. But I, I think some of this was a preemptive strike um, in the secondary. You know, also one more contract, and theory he was a fourth corner last year to his credit. He slid in when Trey Wayne fell home and played pretty well. I mean, he was the starting cornerback in the Super Bowl, but he also gave up the winning touchdown to Cooper Cup in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And so they draft Cam Taylor Brick in the second round from Nebraska, who's a true outside corner to compete. And they drafted a couple of hybrid guys, at least one hybrid guy. In the first round, Dax Hill is a hybrid slot corner safety. And I've read a lot of projections. and talked to a couple people off the record who think he's going to eventually maybe transition to an outside corner. Really? And they, they drafted the safety, Tyson Anderson. All three of these guys I just mentioned run a sub-4-3-8-4. Mm. Um, 
and they all ran out at the combine slash pro days. And I think a couple of them ran at the combine and said, I'm good, which that was a red flag a little bit. But, <laughs> okay, you ran it. I'm going to give you that you ran it. And I'm fine with that. And, and so uh, some of this is an attempt to strike for Eli Apple on a one-year deal. Jesse Bates is on his franchise tag, and he wants to be paid top safety dollars. Um, and you go, well, Jesse Bates is really good, and yes, he is. But you also have T. Higgins close to ending his rookie contract. Yeah. And guess who's coming up in a couple of years after that? One Jay Burrow at the end of his rookie yeah. contract. And you're not close to Jamar Chase yet, but we saw what wide receivers got paid in this market, right? Mm-hmm. It was the most insane wide receiver marketplace ever. So you can't pay them all. So I think they did a good job preempt the strike-wise. But the key question is, though, on the offensive line. There's a vacant spot at left guard. Quentin Spain, who started there last year and played pretty good. I could argue that he was maybe their best offensive lineman. He's still out there, so in theory, they could always go back and get him. But they, they got a guy from North Dakota State, Connor Wilson, who was a right tackle there primarily, played a couple of games at right guard. Uh, Frank Pollock, who's the offensive line coach, is just a really good coach. And he, he thinks he projects as a guard, and I'm going to take his word for it. He even said, listen, he didn't play much left guard, but you know, they, they did some unbalanced line stuff. And when he played left guard, he looked more fluid. They're a, they're a pro-style offense. They'll get the eye for them. Yep. They'll go split back some. They'll go into center a bunch. We like the fact that he did that, even though he didn't play at a big college level. Um, and, and some of this was also a grand strike of Jackson Carmen. And, Dick, I don't know if you know the story of that, but the Defector.com, which was people who used to work at Deadspin, came out with a story that, um, he's alleged, it's completely alleged, and there was a, 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 a woman who called and alleged that uh, he raped a girl at Clemson, yeah. and even if he didn't, he, com- he committed statutory rape because she was 15 and he was 18, mm. and he said it was consensual, and that's, there's no police report, there's nothing other than that, but it feels like the Bengals have said, listen, man, you're on thin ice, so we're going to investigate this a little bit more and see where this is at, so... Um, yeah, I think from all the things that they did, it felt like a B, and I think you could translate to an A because they got some really good athletes on this. Daxton Hill, I'm not, I don't know if you're a Mel Kuyper fan or guy or whatever, but he called Daxton Hill yeah. one of the top steals of the draft. Uh, and if he turns out to be, then that's going to play right into their hands, isn't it? Yeah, and like I said, I mean, you're talking about a guy who was a safety at Michigan who played some slot corner or at least covered slot receivers. And you have to have some slot corner skills. He's not big. He's only 192. He only weighs 192. Um, and I talked to him a little bit in the lunchroom on, on Saturday. He hung around for the weekend. King Friday hung around. Uh, not to, to cut your question short, but uh, I lived in Tulsa, Oklahoma for two years in fourth and fifth grade. He grew up in Tulsa, and so we hit it off talking yeah. about Tulsa things. It was kind of funny about where I was going to go to high school and uh, where he lived and our elementary schools and all those things. So he, he was a really well-polished kid. Um, uh, you know, but he's a guy that, uh, like I said, he was a safety in college. And that's the worst case scenario is he's a safety in the pros. Yeah. But he can cover slot receivers. And as I mentioned, there's a belief, and, and there was a quote from an NFC scout that said he might translate to an outside corner. And so you've got a, a, a very versatile, in theory, three-position guy. And today's NFL, that, that's the thing I think we're translating to, Dick, is um, – You've got to have guys who are big enough to play the run when you go to six defensive back yep. sets, or maybe yep. even seven defensive back That's sets, right. or at least physical enough, and can cover slots and can cover outside. And you're not, you know, you're not anymore in the 240-pound David Fulcher strong safety. Role. You're not <laughs> in the realm of four, three defenses where Ray Mitch is playing middle linebacker right. with two guys on the weak side and the strong side. You've got to have positional versatility, and he gives them that. 
You know, UK fans listening, this may sound familiar because they've got, of course, an NFL-style defense to go along with the NFL-style offense Kentucky's running with Brad White as the D coordinator. And that's pretty much what Ian Mark Stoops have talked about. You've got to get those yep. physical D-backs who can play the run when you need them. And so that's that's where we seem to be going right now with college and pro football. Richard Skinner, my guest from Local 12 TV up in Cincinnati talking about the Bengals draft. Richard, one of the more interesting things I heard from one of the talking heads, I guess it was on ESPN, was about the Bengals. And there would be, I, I would have assume in the mind of whoever was speaking. I wish I could remember. Uh, might have been McShay, but he said, you know, you, you might think, well, it's the Bengals. Uh, just dismiss them as maybe a flash in the pan. But he said, no, that's not what's going on in Cincinnati right now. He, feel, he felt like they were making the right moves both before and during the draft to build a team that is going to make another legit run at a, at a deep playoff bid. Do you see it that way? I do because, um, and again, this was this was not a perfect defense. This was not a perfect roster by any right. stretch. I mean, the offensive line was a train wreck. They gave up, you know, all those sacks <laughs> to Joe Burrow, poor guy. But um, no, I, I think that's a legit point. Uh, you know, you you look and they've got literally all eleven starters from the Super Bowl team back on defense. Not a perfect defense, little of a pack defense. Um, but in the offseason, they addressed the offensive line. New starting center, new starting right guard, new starting right tackle, Lael Collins, and if I'm going backwards in this, and Alex Kappa and Ted, and Ted Paris. And, and so they've addressed all those things. So in theory, they went, literally went into this draft and then hate her to tight end when they lost two games drama to free agents. They literally went into this draft, other than punter, and then they re signed Kevin Huber today, the punter. They went into this draft with everybody back. How many Super Bowl teams have everybody back? Yeah. And it's not a perfect everybody back, but it's everybody back. And so then you're looking going, all right, where do contracts expire? Where do we have to have some preemptive strikes? Where do we need depth? And I think you did a really good job with all of those things. You could argue, the one argument I would have would be, and this is going to sound crazy because you have Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, and, and, uh, and Jamar Chase, they probably could have used a wide receiver right. in this draft uh, for depth purposes and because after this year, Tyler Boyd's contract kicks up. Um, as I mentioned, T. Higgins, rookie contract's about to run out. It's, crazy to think that he's got only a couple years left on his rookie deal. Um, but for them, I'm going to guess they looked and went, we're going to run with our guys, hope they don't get hurt, because there's not a ton of depth behind them. All the guys behind them, Dick, last year, the, the, the number four receiver as a wide receiver last year had five catches, Mike Thompson. Wow. Because everybody stayed healthy. Yeah, everybody stayed healthy at wide receiver in the big three. They can miss two games, but for the most part, they stayed healthy. And hopefully that continues, right? But that's the NFL. It doesn't usually continue that way. So that would have been a perfect case scenario to go get one. Um, but overall, you know, you've got a pretty deep group with Joe Burrow. And I still, I always defer to that. I, listen, I like the kid coming out of LSU. I kind of believe in the kid until I met him and talked to him and watched him. You're like, that dude's just different. That dude's a winner. Yeah. I mean, it, this team was not great last year. It wasn't. And I don't mean to be negative. They weren't. They weren't a perfect roster. And he got belted around and took them to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's insane. And they've <laughs> upgraded the place they needed to upgrade most, which was in the offensive line with, and that's the other part, with proven NFL talent. They didn't go, let's get a tackle in the draft, let's get a guard in the draft, let's get a center in the draft. They did it with proven NFL talent. That's a big deal. Richard Skinner, my guest, and we're back with Skinny in just a minute here on 630 WLAP. 
let's turn to the chief medical advisor to the president for an update. Stemming from April showers, the May flowers variant will become the new dominant variant. There's no stopping the surge of showers. Get your spring forecast on News Radio 630 WLAP. The same great food you're accustomed to can now arrive at your door. The Cellar Bar and Grill on Lansdowne Drive in the Signature Club is open for delivery and Uber Eats. Check out our full menu online at CellarGrill.com. That's CellarGrill with an E dot com. You can also follow the Cellar on social media or call us at 317-8301. From the Cellar Bar and Grill to your door tonight, call 317-8301 now for the Cellar Bar and Grill delivery. I had no idea buying a big screen meant everybody comes to my house for game night. And what do they bring? Chips. If it weren't for Boone Butcher Shop, I'd be broke trying to feed them all. All right, let's see. Should I go for the pick five or get a meat bundle? Maybe one of Boone's freezer baskets. So many options. I'm going for the cookout special bundle. Now over to the deli for some cheese, grab some marinade. I love Boone's Butcher Shop. They've got it all. Boone's Butcher Shop. Top quality meats for less. 100 Old Bloomfield Pike, Bardstown. Online at boonesbutchershop.com. Hey, guys, game's on. Whether you're cheering on the Wildcats from the stands or from your den. Go, Cat! Dude, he's full of nachos. Kentucky Utilities is there with you, delivering safe and reliable energy you can count on. But power isn't the only thing we provide. With KU, you can take advantage of convenient, time-saving services, like our online outage map, paperless billing, and auto pay. So while the cat's energies go to serving up wins, at KU, our energies go to serving you. For the health and safety of everyone, people are staying in their homes now more than ever before. It's also important that the air inside our home is as clean and pure as possible. The professionals at Atmosphere Air Quality are here for you. Whether it's duct cleaning to combat allergies, AC coil cleaning, even carpet cleaning, and deodorizing, residential or commercial, call them today to set up a free video inspection of your air ducts. 388-4424. 388-4424. Atmosphere Air Quality. The experts. The Livesey Group is a family-owned CPA firm conveniently located on Pasadena Drive near Nicholasville Road in Lexington. They can help with tax preparation for individuals, businesses, trusts, and estates, small business accounting support, including full-service payroll and outsourced bookkeeping services. All the Livesey Group services include free initial consultation and quotes. Bob and Bobby Livesey are native Lexingtonians. They are big blue fans and ready to serve you. The Livesey Group, your one-stop shop for accounting needs. Call 296-1913 or visit Livesey group.com you get to hear your favorite podcast hosts talk but now for the first time ever they get to hear you thanks to the new talkback mic on the free iheart app here's how to do it simply tap the red talkback mic on the player screen of the app to send your voice message let your favorite podcast know what you thought about the latest episode ask and answer questions from the podcast comment on topics or just say hi and let them know where you listen hello easy right talk back to your favorite podcast with the talkback mic on the free iheart app Discover music, radio, and podcasts you'll love. This is the home of the Wildcats. 630 WLAP. Welcome back to the Big Blue Insider. We're chatting with Richard Skinner of Local 12 TV up in Cincinnati. And before the break, we, you were talking about the Bengal receivers. You talked about the wideouts, but the Bengals, I think, are, are pretty well set as well at tight end, which makes me wonder about Justin Rigg, free undrafted free agent who signed with the Bengals. Does he have much of a shot, Richard, at making this team? I don't think so, but I do think that, and this is no knock on Justin, he's not a dynamic receiver, right? He what, cut 20 passes right. last year. He is a really good blocker, and part of that 
Kentucky's big blue line in the running game is Justin Rigg. And, and I, I did a couple of his games on Tom Warner Cable back in the day, not Spectrum, um, in Ohio, in the state of Ohio, as an analyst for a couple of his games, and I really liked him as a blocker. Um, so I don't think he fits the classical tight end receiver mode, but they do have, as I mentioned, they got Hayden Hurst on a one-year contract to play C.J. Uzama. They have Drew Sample, who is literally their blocking tight end, for lack of a better term, who was a second-round pick in uh, in 2019. His his contract's up. So you look at Justin, and it's like, if, if he doesn't make this team, and again, I don't want this to sound like a knock, but it, it's just truth. He's an undrafted free agent for a reason, right? Yeah. He's probably not going to hook on with somebody else, but he's a perfect practice squad guy to hopefully stash. Hopefully then next year when they probably don't re-sign Drew Sample, they have to make a decision on Hayden Hurst, and they will probably draft the tight end fairly high. I wish it was Michael Mayer, who I know really well. <laughs> um, um, but he could fit that kind of a role. I mean, they've got also on the roster – when they only keep three guys up on game days, they've got the two guys I mentioned. Hayden Hurst is the starter. For example, the second guy when they get a two tight end set slash backup. They got Thaddeus Moss from LSU. They got Mitchell Wilcox, who they really like as a receiver from West Ham. They moved Scotty Washington tight end. They signed a guy as a free agent in the offseason um, as a secondary. Well, he wasn't like a major free agent signing. A guy named Nicky Banks from Michigan State. They've got a bunch of guys. But I think in a perfect world, Justin Riggs, Get stashed on the practice squad. They like his blocking ability. They like his blocking ability in the running game. He makes a paycheck, and then next year he's got a legitimate chance to make the club. This year, no. And of course, if he's on the practice squad, somebody else could grab him, right? That's yeah, that's correct. I, I don't see that happening just because again, he's never been dynamic as a receiver, right? And that's why I think they can start. I think, and I think sometimes that's a perfect opportunity. You know, you, you always look at these guys and go, "Boy, I hope you get a NFL shot." Sometimes it's Hey, dude, take your practice squad money. It's pretty good money for a kid out of college. It's not perfect money, but it's pretty good money. Yeah. You learn the system, you're in the system, and then the next year when suddenly opportunities open up and they like you, you're going to get your chance. And I think that's the perfect spot for, for just the You mentioned Joe Burrow and, of course, Jamar Chase, uh, one of the more dynamic duos in, in all of professional football. How do they get better? How do they top what they did last year, except, of course, a Super Bowl win, but you know that's going to be it's going to take a lot more than those two. But man, I went to a couple games and watched them a lot on TV, and I know you covered the team. But uh, you know, how do you how do you top what they did last year? I think the fact that the offensive line has a shot to get better. Um, I, I recall one play, and this could be all BS, as we all know. But they lost the Jets in New York when Mike White, right. for Kentucky's Mike White, beat them, which was right. still the most stunning circumstance in history. But in that game, the Bengals were leading late, and Joe tried to throw a wide receiver swing to Jamal Chase, a defensive end, batted the ball up in the air, intercepted it. The Jets ended up coming back to him, and they said if he catches the ball, he's gone for a touchdown. Yeah. And so there's that. So they didn't block that up. Um, you know, Joe Mixon is obviously still a dynamic running back. It's funny. You think of Joe Mixon now as a grizzled old vet. He's going to be 26 years old. That's right. But not a ton of – you know, he doesn't have Christian McCaffrey – um, uh, rubber on on the tires. I mean, he's he's gotten touches, but he's not gotten you know crazy touches to wear him out. Right. And so with this, supposedly we're going to see it. I mean, I, I trust the fact that the guys who are signed as offensive linemen. Uh, you know, if these guys are the real deal, and suddenly you're running the ball better, and you're putting yourself in second and fours, and um, you know second fives, whatever and a chance to play action pass more, which is really the genesis of this offense that hasn't been utilized because teams go, 
that can't block us, so yeah. we'll tackle him, and we'll put you in third and 11, and then, okay, then throw a long touchdown. If you're getting a play-action passing game with this offense and Jamar Chase, good night, nurse. I mean, he could be 1,600, 1,800 yards, and I, I mean that seriously. He could be insane numbers just because at that point, teams have no chance to stop this offense. But a lot of it's predicated on these offensive line guys they signed being as good as we think they're going to be. I had Joe Mixon on a fantasy team, and I shared your concern for him not getting the football enough, so I hope I, well, I don't know if I'll have him next year, but... He scored a bunch of touchdowns, <laughs> That's true. That's very yeah. true. He got in the end zone for me. Just a couple of minutes left with Richard Skinner of Local 12 up in Cincinnati, talking about the Bengals draft, and man, the fan base up there, how long have they waited? I mean, and they were rewarded uh, last year with a really good football team. They showed up, and they've always shown up. And uh, I, I've got to be I know you are, too. And it's, it's more fun to cover a winner. But I know that uh, that it, you feel good for the community. There's just something about a winning football team because there's one game a week, right? Yeah, no question. And, and especially with and, – and you can, you're a baseball guy, too, especially with what's going on with the Reds uh. and the negativity surrounding all of that and their record and all of those things. I mean, it's so crazy to think how this, this city is flipped and I know that, that Reds players even talk because there's been some conversations. This is a Bengals town. It's been a Bengals town for a long time. I hate to say that, but it's been a Bengals town for a long time. Huh. Um, even when things weren't going well, the last few years was a Bengals town. Yeah. The NFL just the NFL's the king, man. It's just huge the king. Um, but now, especially, that's the case. And season ticket sales are through the roof. Um, I would say that. I mean, you know, going into the Zach Taylor hiring in 2019. This franchise was trending downward, and fans had kind of turned away. Yeah. And that goes two and fourteen year one, and fans turned away. And some of this was there was a there was some new blood pumped in. Uh, the, the Katie and Troy Blackburn, who are, are uh, Katie Blackburn is, is Mike Brown's daughter, right, and Troy right. Blackburn are all going to the organization and both they kind of run the front office. I truly believe, and nobody ever knows this for sure. I think Mike stepped away enough to go. You guys do anything. You hire uh-huh. your coach. You, I mean, and I say that because here's the thing that have happened in the last few years. They hired a young guy in Zach Taylor unproven. And I was not on board with it because I'm like, Oof. I mean, the guy just jumped two pay grades from quarterback <laughs> coach to NFL head coach. Yeah. And I wrote that piece. And I even said, I said, it's not a perfect world. Guy might work out, but this seems weird. And it feels like these last few drafts were Duke Tobin's drafts, not Morgan Lewis's drafts. Yeah. And then, but they, they let the ring of honor happen, which Mike was reticent to do. He didn't want to do a ring of honor. What? He's done that. And yeah, he yeah, he was not he was not on board with Ring of Honor at all. He talked about I understand people want it, but so and then um on on top of all of that, you know, you've got now the the, the practice bubble. He was not a yeah. practice bubble guy. Yeah. He wanted guys right, so it's a waste of money. We'll go up to Cincinnati University of Cincinnati which has a practice bubble. We're building not only a practice bubble in the short term, we're building a long term practice bubble. So it feels like all of those things are Mike just kind of walked away and go, you know what? Maybe I was wrong. You do you. Good. And you doing you has been working out pretty good to this point. <laughs> and they don't have the big market money versus small market money yep. problems that the Reds have, which is a topic yep. for another, another discussion. The NFL, they got it right when they decided, oh, now they were going to divvy up the money. And now... You got all that Amazon cash coming in. But again, no we run short on time. It's always fun talking with you, Skinny. Hope to see you soon. Thanks for your time. I appreciate you. You bet. By the way, have you seen the CBSSports.com 2023 draft with Will Levis going five overall? What? Really? Oh, yeah. Go, 
Go look at it, Greg. Okay. That's going to be a topic maybe for tomorrow night, or maybe later on tonight. Sounds so, good, man. Yeah. I appreciate How the about tip. that? Yeah. You he know, is Richard better. Skinner, local 12 Skinny on Twitter. Thank you, sir. Talk to you soon. You bet, Dick. Thanks as always. Love talking to Skinny because he covered the U.K. beat for so long. Been up in Cincinnati forever. Uh, he's from northern Kentucky, so great. When you want to talk Reds or Bengals, he's always on top of everything. Speaking of being on top of everything, we need to talk Kentucky Derby. So coming up next is an old friend of mine from my days with the U.K. newspaper, the Kentucky Colonel Dick Downey, who publishes a terrific website devoted to the Kentucky Derby. That's coming up next here on 630 WLAP. We all reach tipping points in life. The weight of a low-paying job, unpaid bills, a new family. You can't keep going. That's where My Computer Career can help. In just months, not years, they can help you start a new life as an IT pro, even with no prior experience. Impossible? You learn online from home. And My Computer Career offers lifetime career services to help you find jobs with companies begging for IT pros. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Emergencies can happen. No power, no lights, no news. Federal agencies urge you to have an emergency radio. This emergency radio doesn't need batteries. Includes a super flashlight, NOAA weather band, long-range AM receiver, FM band, and a USB for cell phones. It retails for $30, but get it free with a discounted subscription to Newsmax magazine. Go to gettheradio.com. That's gettheradio.com. Or call toll-free 800-NEWSMAX. 800-NEWSMAX. This radio could save your life. Order today. For over 30 years, Northside Family RV has been Kentucky's number one RV dealer. We stock over 300 new and used RVs. Come see America's top brands like Tiffin, Jayco, Keystone, Forest River, Grand Design, and Winnebago. Don't miss out on our model year closeout sale going on now. Come in now and save thousands. Located at the corner of North Broadway and New Circle Road in Lexington, call us at 859-299-8386 or visit online at northsiderv's.com. Go Cats! Scattered thunderstorms will continue to rumble through the region. A few of those could be strong. That's along and ahead of a cold front that has some much cooler air working in later tonight. We're around 50 for a startup temperature as we make our way into Wednesday with a mostly cloudy sky early on. Some peaks of sun into the afternoon. Temperatures only 60 to 65. So that's a cool wind that is blowing. Milder air early on. Thursday will turn downright warm into the afternoon, upper 70s to around 80 gusty southwest winds. Could be some late-day thunderstorms, better chance for showers and storms around, unfortunately, as we go into Kentucky Oaks Day on Friday with a lingering shower into Derby Day. From the WKYT First Alert Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chris Bailey. Broadcasting live 24-7 from the Bank of the Bluegrass and Trust Studios, this is News Radio 630 WLAP, an iHeart radio station. When you want the best, Neil Huffman has it. Home of Huffman Value Pricing, two-year maintenance plan, 110% price guarantee, and seven-day exchange promise. Providing the most enjoyable car buying and servicing experience in the region since 1969. Visit us online at neilhuffman.com. Some terms and restrictions apply. See neilhuffman.com for details. Huffman has it. I'm attorney Daryl Isaacs, the hammer, founder of Isaacs and Isaacs Personal Injury Lawyers. If you've been injured in a car wreck, our team will fight to get you the money you deserve. Just click and get help quick. Go to wewin.com. That's wewin.com. Have you been dreaming of a home theater, outdoor entertainment, motorized shades, or simply want to feel more secure in your home? Tom Leach here for Barney Miller's. Let the team of experts at Barney Miller's help design and install a technology solution customized for you and your budget. 
take a technology tour of our showroom or visit BarneyMillers.com to get inspired. Barney Millers, celebrating 100 years downtown. Got bugs in your house? Call IPM. We specialize in keeping your home safe. IPM Pest and Termite has a 5.0 on Google reviews, an Angie's List Super Service Award for the past seven years, and a member of the BBB. This is Matt Schaefer with IPM Pest and Termite. Mention this ad and receive a discount on your pest maintenance service. You can always find out more by going to myipm.com. Call us at 271-8852. You're listening to Big Blue Insider with Dick Gabriel on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome back to the Big Blue Insider. Of course, it is Derby Week, and each year we love to get together with an old friend from our Kentucky Colonel days. He is Dick Downey. He is the publisher, producer, writer, author of the Downey Profile seasonal website that specializes in the Kentucky Derby. Richard, how are you, sir? Doing well this morning, Dick. Thank you. I appreciate your joining us. I know it's a busy, busy time. You have been an attorney by trade for many years, but this is a real passion project for you, isn't it? It is. It's the 20th year. I wow. sat down and thought about this the other day. It's the 20th year I've done the Downey Profile. <laughs> No I was, kidding. I was uh, 51 years old when I started it, so that, that'll tell you something about my age. <laughs> <laughs> it helps keep me young and, you know, uh, to stay mentally young, it helps to have things to think about that are productive, and, and this is certainly one of them for me. I, I love trying to analyze the derby is, for is, many different ways. <laughs> just what prompted you? I mean, you've always been a fan, but, but at, at that age, to tackle something like this, what prompted it? Well, uh, in the late 90s, which at that point I was in my late 40s, Jenny Reese started writing about factors that that looked like they were kind of common to derby winners. Mm-hmm. It, she wrote about those in the Courier Journal. And, and so um, at about the same time, and Ron Mitchell, who has retired from Blood Horse recently, reminded me of this last night. He helped me get a hold of the past performance charts of every Kentucky Derby since like 1954. Wow. From Jenny. So I decided, I, I was thinking about her writing about these characteristic characteristics common to Derby winners. And I thought, well, how, how common are these factors in the horses that didn't? Wanted to see if there was any weight to the factors. So I started doing research I started in 1973, Secretariat seemed like a good year to start. And um, I came up with like a dozen factors that were definitely more common to winners than non-winners of the Derby. Okay. So I, that that was the way I created the Downey profile. And uh, that is uh, something that's, along with a, a whole lot of other material that is on my the subscription page at my website, the Downey profile. Mm-hmm. And uh, that uh, I back-tested it before I before I started before I took this online I back tested my theory I, I would uh, see uh, how I just back tested it to see if it really worked in betting and it does it does work not every year of course yeah but it has produced positive uh, positive uh, results and what I try to do with the profile itself is to narrow down the field to four horses. And in a 24, in a 20 horse field, 
when you do that, you eliminate 80% of the field. And I try to figure out which one of those four is the best horse. Yeah. And that's the horse I try to key on. I've got a separate profile. The profile doesn't always work. One of the horse that finishes in the top four wins a large percentage of the time. I think it's like 70% of the time. But the years I get, I've gotten beat, I create a, I'm sorry, there's a little noise here. No problem. Uh, I created this uh, profile busters profile. I tried to, I came up with some factors that are common occurrences when I, when my profile gets beat. So I'm always dreaming was the number one horse in that counter profile huh. in, my, in in 2017. Yeah. And you know how easily he won. Uh-huh. So, and he was picked that year too. I, uh, that, that was the horse that kept trying to run off in training. <laughs> he was really seriously wanting to run. Yeah, yeah. So that's just, um, I also look at all the derby prep races. I break down the fractions by the uh, uh, eighth of a mile, or uh, quarter mile, rather, in those races. I determine which horses finish well. Uh, I try to, do, to determine what horses are able to run 12-second furlongs sure. and still finish well. Um, so that's an important part of, of my work. I do that for all the nine furlong or more and one three-sixteenth mile yeah. races. One of the, the arguments people love to have is about riders, jockeys, and I've heard learned people such as yourself and others say, for the most part, whoever's on the horse has no bearing which I don't know that I agree with that because clearly experience counts for something, especially in this race. Where do you put that? On a, like a, on a Thursday afternoon at the track? Yeah. I think jockeys can make a big difference. If, if their agents are hot, they're getting good horses for them, um, and, and they're a little better rider than the other ones in, that, in a given race, I think it really can make a difference. On Derby Day, a rider can lose the race, I yeah. think, more more likely than win it because yeah. they're all, you know, we have such a great collection of riders. On the, the All-Star Derby. game, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's kind of my th- thinking okay. on it. Okay. One of the handicapping, I don't know if it's a handicapping tool to you, and some people look at it this way, is the dosage index, which has lost a lot of its sizzle over the years. And the guy who invented it, as you know, has said repeatedly, look, this is not something to use to predict the race. It's basically a look back at what has happened. And uh, uh, once you start looking at it that way, I think it's it's more readily acceptable. Where do you fall? And uh, maybe, your, maybe the Downey profile includes elements from dosage, or does it? It, it used to include more than it does. I, the, the dosage index yeah. I no longer use because okay. it is completely. Uh, if you look back the last, I can't remember the exact uh, number of years, but I think it's back to 19. It's the year genuine risk ran won the race. That goes back to the 80s. 1980. Yeah. If you, you weight uh, the dosage index that's present in winners versus non-winners of the Derby. Since then, the the ratio is about equal. Yeah. So yeah. it's 
I've, I've dropped that. I do use something called, uh, I call it SPDC, Stamina Points and Dominant Plasticity, which is something Dr. Roman says, uh, the creator of this index, yeah. um, has written about. Stamina Points, there's five, uh, there's five numbers in a dosage profile. The last two are stamina. And if you got two or more points in that wing, they get a little extra credit in my profile. Okay. Or if the middle number, which is class, classic, the classic number, if the middle number is equal to or greater than all the other numbers, they get some extra. But it's not a big factor anymore in my, in my work. Okay. That's fair. Well, and the other thing, too, is the way horses are coming up to this race anymore, so lightly raced, uh, I... That's the same feeling I had. You know, why even look at it? Or I guess it's worth a glance. We're talking to Dick Downey. He's the publisher of the Downey Profile, and there is incredible information uh, leading up to the Kentucky Derby, including video of works. And how how much better? i got to think, Dick, that you are a lot more learned when it comes to just eyeballing works in, in the years that you've really thrown yourself into this. Are you, you feel like you're a lot better at watching horses work and, and factoring that into what you're going to do? I, um, I, honestly, I do feel that I am. I started uh, coming up to the Churchill Downs the weekend before the Derby uh, many years ago. The, the, the clockers kind enough to let me sit in their area. Cool. And uh, I would keep my ears and eyes open. Not just my eyes, but my ears, too. Sure. Uh, as the years have passed, I've, I've I feel like I've developed a sense of what really looks like an outstanding derby work. This year, we've had a lot of really, really good workouts for the race. And what you're looking for is that maybe one or two works are just super outstanding. Mm -hmm. For example, in 2017, Always Dreaming, his final work, <laughs> the rider just, the horse just about pulled the rider's off, <laughs> kind of getting to stop up by the track kitchen, which is people familiar with Church of Downs knows that it's at the top of the backstretch. Yeah. After he had finished his work at the finish line on the front side. And, uh, I mean, that was just eye-popping. Um, American Pharaoh, he, he put in a, an outstanding work before he started his triple crown run here. And um, you just get the, the gallop out. It's what I really, really pay a lot of attention. Really? I want to see if they gallop out strongly past okay. the finish line. And, uh, for example, uh, and, and, and what the horse wants to do, uh, the other day, uh, Epicenter worked. I guess that was uh, Sunday morning. His rider, you know, he had his feet in the stirrups pressed forward like he was stomping on the brakes trying to get <laughs> that horse to stop. And you look, you look for little things like that. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be my pick. I'm not saying it won't be my pick because I'm not sure yet. But yeah. You look for stuff like that. Sure. More Kentucky Derby chatter with Dick Downey of the Downey Profile when we come back here on 630 WLAP. Download our free iHeartRadio app and take us with you. Presented by Isaacs and Isaacs Injury Lawyers. We win.com. This is News Radio 630 WLAP. We're talking with Tad Leach. We're not related, but you heard the spots for True Health Solutions on the radio, and that connected with you. Why? I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes some years back, and I went to the endocrinologist 
All he wanted to do was pump medications to me. And then I heard the true health solution thing on the radio and said, that's what I'm looking for. What is it about Dr. Miller's approach that appealed to you once you sat down and talked with him? He looks at root cause and wants to understand what is causing the situation, not just pump medicine at you. My A1C has gone from about 8 when I started, and it's now down about 6.1 and is continuing to drop. I would highly recommend Dr. Miller. Change your life and call True Health Solutions at 223-2233 or visit TrueHealthSolutionsForYou.com. Call True Health Solutions at 223-2233 or visit TrueHealthSolutionsForYou.com. Attention fleet owners. Your vehicles are a traveling advertisement for your business. Keeping them clean and presentable speaks volumes about your business. With winter on its way, protect your investment with Hydrosphere Services, the only call you need to make to keep your fleet looking top-notch. With Hydrosphere, you're getting the best-in-class power washing service with the best-in-class commercial-grade equipment. Visit HydrosphereServices.com and fill out our online service form or call 219-2200. That's 219-2200. We all know the importance of nutrition and diet for a healthy lifestyle. We also know that dairy foods deliver great nutrition and value. That's reason enough why Kentucky families choose Prairie-owned Prairie Farms dairy products. Like our two complete lines of delightful, creamy Prairie Farms yogurt flavors, fat-free or low-fat, both fit neatly under 100 calories per serving. Farm-fresh quality from our family to yours. Farmer-owned Prairie Farms. Have you been dreaming of a home theater? outdoor entertainment, motorized shades, or simply want to feel more secure in your home. Tom Leach here for Barney Millers. Let the team of experts at Barney Millers help design and install a technology solution customized for you and your budget. Take a technology tour of our showroom or visit BarneyMillers.com to get inspired. Barney Millers celebrating 100 years downtown. I had no idea buying a big screen meant everybody comes to my house for game night. And what do they bring? Chips. If it weren't for Boone Butcher Shop, I'd be broke trying to feed them all. All right, let's see. Should I go for the pick five or get a meat bundle? Maybe one of Boone's freezer baskets. So many options. I'm going for the cookout special bundle. Now over to the deli for some cheese, grab some marinade. I love Boone's Butcher Shop. They've got it all. Boone's Butcher Shop. Top quality meats for less. 100 Old Bloomfield Pike, Bardstown. Online at boonesbutchershop.com. This is the home of the Wildcats. 630 WLAP. Welcome back to the Big Blue Insider. We're talking with Dick Downey, publisher of the Downey Profile. And before the break, we were talking about Epicenter who is the winner of the Louisiana Derby, trained by Steve Asmussen. Well, he's in the three-hole. He's 7-2. to Of course, the Bluegrass Stakes winner, Zandon, is installed as the favorite here. Gosh, we've talked for 10 minutes. I haven't even really talked much about the field. but um, And without giving away the store, how much should I like Zandon? And I will tell you up front, I've been seduced by that move he made in the Bluegrass, man. That was really impressive. <laughs> Zandon's a good-looking horse. Yeah. If the track turns wet on Saturday, which there's a chance it will, I guess, um, you know, he, he had that big win on the off track in the bluegrass. Yeah. And so it doesn't guarantee anything, but I, I think people will be betting him hard. I think he's a real good horse. Yeah. I, I, I was wondering if he would be the morning line favorite because there's been so much talk about that horse all week up here for the past week Yeah. at the track. And, and um, sure enough, he is. Well, and that's Mike Battaglia has always reminded people that when he sets a line, it's not who he thinks is going to win. It's 
what he thinks the odds will be at post time. But oftentimes, as you know, that affects <clears throat> excuse me the betting uh, patterns on it. So yeah, it's 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 easy to to bet the chalk, and it's getting I think Dick it's getting harder to beat the chalk anymore because of the point system. Do you agree? Yes, it has changed things. It used to be that it felt like the favorite to everyone. Yeah. That's changed a lot. Yeah, you know, James McIntyre could influence who the favorite is most time. With that $3 million, he's going to bet on oh, the That's dirt. right. The mattress <laughs> Mac. He's going to get better on the favorite, but it, his, the money that he puts in there could help influence who the favorite is. Yeah. So it's a going to be tricky for him, I think. Wouldn't it be nice to be able to say goodbye you know, to money like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got it figured out. He's got that promotion, you know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, um, for his gallery furniture. The Kentucky Oaks may be an even better race, and that sometimes is the case on the first weekend in May at Churchill. And Nest is the favorite there. She wins the Ashland Stakes. So you got two horses favored in the biggest races in the world who raced their way through Keeneland. I cannot remember, Dick, when the, the last time was that that happened, much less we know 91's the last time the Bluegrass winner won the Derby. But how much would that mean to Keeneland if these two horses came home? Yeah, that would be that would be huge. That would be huge. I happened to be there uh, at Keeneland that day and got to see both those horses. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, quite impressive. Yeah, if it weren't for the weather, it yes. would have been a much better yes, day. Yeah. Oh, man, the weather, woo. <laughs> but that's absolutely dominated that field in the yeah. Wow. We're talking to Dick Downey, the publisher of the Derby Profile. He and I go way back to Kentucky Colonel days. And as I said earlier, your uh, stock and trade usually uh, is that of an attorney. And you write for the Blood Horse periodically about legal matters. Dick, and it's it's a shame, and it, they they pop up every now and then. But some really high-profile cases hanging over the sport that we love so much, uh, and, and I know that that can happen, but it's unfortunate, isn't it? It is. Um, one of the things that attracted me to the sport in the first place was that people didn't really litigate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you may remember John Asher used to always oh, yeah. say that the attorney was there. The Churchill Downs attorney was the post position draw in case litigation broke out. <laughs> and, um, everybody misses John, but the Blood Horse contact. I'm retired from my legal work, and right. Blood Horse contacted me early this year and asked me if I'd be interested in doing some writing for him about all the legal cases that are, seem to be, I don't know, it seem to be popping up everywhere. Yeah. And, um, I agreed to do it. I'm glad I did. I've written about 35 stories so far since the beginning of the year, and I, I, I like that. I like doing it. I like trying to explain legal things in layman's terms so people can actually understand <laughs> what yeah. I'm writing about, and, um, and I know what I'm writing about, so that makes it easier to sure. communicate yeah. to the reader. Yeah. No, I appreciate that as someone who uh, the only exposure I had to the law school, as you know, was walking by on the way to Phillips Market to get a sandwich. Uh, when we all work for the Colonel. Uh, just a couple minutes left with Dick Downey. Um, all right, now, I, I've not yet made my derby pick, but I know my Oaks Derby double. Uh, Kathleen O, because my mother's name was Kathleen and my daughter's name is Kathleen. And then, okay. Happy, and then Happy Jack, the name of my son, uh, <laughs> who drew in. I was afraid he wouldn't. And then here's the other thing, too, Dick. In 05, 
Giacomo, as you know, is the winner and had no shot except for that sizzling pace on the front end. Well, you know, me being half Italian, my son's name is Giacomo is Italian for Jack. Did I bet him? Uh-huh. No. So uh, <laughs> I can't miss this opportunity. He's 30 to 1 in the morning line. He's third in the sand and he ain't going to win. But, buddy, if he comes home, I'd be kicking myself. So that's my Oaks <laughs> Derby double. And, and that's got as much weight as anything anybody else can bet, right? You know, I had a traffic. I had a trifecta ticket in that race with, and I had, I had that uh, Giacomo on top of that ticket what? along with some others. I really? did, and I had, I had a fleet Alex in third. I ah. singled him one of where I singled the fleet Alex in each of the slots, you know. Yeah. But the horse I didn't have, and I should have, since I'm an attorney, was the second finisher closing argument. <laughs> oh <laughs> <had>. man. <laughs> You're almost as bad as I was. He and you know what's worse? Do you remember the value of the Superfecta ticket that year? Uh, no. It's more than a million dollars. There were three tickets nationwide, and a guy bet, bet one of the winners bet up in Maryland at one of the tracks, and had thrown away his ticket. And they, they helped him search the garbage, and he found it. Oh, my God. CBS News did a story on that. It was unbelievable. But, yeah, um, yeah, that was <laughs> that was a missed opportunity for many of us, wasn't it? <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, I don't know well, if you cover that kind of stuff on the Downey profile, but maybe you should. <laughs> oh, man. Hold those tickets. Don't throw away your tickets. That's right. Hold all tickets, as they say. He is Dick Downey. It is the downeyprofile.com. And you can subscribe. There's plenty of time to subscribe and get a lot smarter about the Kentucky Derby coming up Saturday in the Oaks on Friday. Dick, always a pleasure. Good to see you the other day, and I hope to see you later in the week. Thank you, Dick. It's good seeing you, too. Appreciate the opportunity. It really is a terrific website, and it involves factors, as Dick kept saying, and everybody has their own factors. If you go and bet jockeys or, or, or colors of silk, those are factors. Some are, are deep, deeply based in uh, in horse flesh, and some are not. But that's what Dick Bedownies is all about. And uh, some of the ones that he mentions, I've already been using through the years. Sometimes successfully, sometimes not. But his is much more learned, and that's why I like it. So our thanks to him. Thanks again to Richard Skinner of Local12TV.com. Thanks to Jeff Drummond as well. And we're going to have more on the Kentucky Derby coming up, of course, in the next few days. Uh, I still like Zandon. I always try to beat the favorite, but anymore with the exotics, you try to use that favorite, use the chalk to make yourself a little more money. I'm a sucker for exotics, and I always will be, I can tell you that. So, thanks for joining us. That's it. Good night from the garage. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs>